0: 11. Friends don't lie. Stop it! You're freaking her out. He's freaking me out. The upside down.
1: Do you understand what he's talking about?
2: No. I found
1: the chocolate bunny!
2: Oh god! Please tell me it's not the kid. I
1: need to (laughs) hide.
3: Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Oh shit! And we're back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy, and I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, the very best, most thorough, and wonderful, and sexiest—I would say—strangely. I would say strangely. Mm. <laughs> I, with that. I, mean, mm. I wasn't gonna
0: say it, but I'm feeling it every time, guys. <laughs> I'm feeling it.
3: Uh, we recap Stranger Things, the popular Netflix property. Dive deep into each and every episode, awaiting with bated breath season two, which will debut shortly. It's right around the corner. Right around the corner. This is Chapter 8, The Upside Down, which Netflix describes thusly. Dr. Brenner holds Hopper and Joyce for questioning while the boys wait with Eleven in the gym. Back at Wills, Nancy and Jonathan prepare for battle. Battle.
0: Prepare for battle.
3: (laughs) Do not fire till you see the whites of the Demogorgon's eyes.
0: Oh, it doesn't have none? Fuck. (laughs) Just shoot them. (laughs)
3: Fuck. (laughs) Hold. (laughs) How great would it have been if Mel Gibson was in the background? Hold. Hold. (laughs) Wait. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> oh, that's Steve. Hold on. <laughs> Steve. I would love Hold. that. I yeah. would love that. Oh. Uh, can you edit that one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll make that video. That'll be the video this week. That might take some time. <laughs> Any Uh, like we said, those are our names. That's our show. If you haven't listened to us before, you're in for a treat, but you should probably go back and listen to the first seven episodes. So this is the finale mm. of our show, their show, the show. Uh, all shows, the show, I think shows. and today—that's what we're going to say. So, if you've never listened before, do that. Please take a moment to uh, subscribe. First of all, what are you doing with your life? Rate and review the show, and send any feedback to streamingthingspod at gmail dot com. And in fact, we've got a little treat since it's the finale. What do you think, Andrew? Treat them? Should we treat them? Let's do it. We're going to do it. Steve, we're shocking you here. We didn't, we didn't talk about this. Ooh, I'm, I'm learning about this just like you are, listener. Mm-hmm. Let's find out. We've got a little contest going on. Uh, we've tried a couple times to put this out into the world before, but uh, word just did not spread as we had hoped. So we're going to give you guys one last chance, and gals, and non-binary folk, and demogorgons even, too. So if you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it to streamingthingspod at gmail.com, you will be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card.
0: $100 gift card?
3: That's right. Or whatever currency in your country is viable. That's fine as well.
0: Think of all the Eggos you could buy.
3: Be like 78.2 euros
2: gift card. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that
3: transfers, uh, but I can, you know, I'm sure they got Amazon. So, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. Can I enter to win? No, Steve. No, that would be unethical. Be nepotism of Trumpian proportions. <laughs> uh, so that's what we're gonna do. A hundred dollars. Do you know how many things you can buy with that? I believe you could probably get the special edition season one of Stranger Things that comes in a VHS esque package, which is great. That's super, super cool. Uh, have you seen that? Yeah. Almost bought it at Target the other day. Really? I could get four of those with a $25 Amazon gift card. Just going to let you guys know Christmas is coming up around the corner. (laughs) This can help a lot. That's all you got to do. So rate and review the show. Screenshot it. Send it to streamingthingspod at gmail.com. That's all you got to do. And you have until, mm, let's say, mm, let's say, mm, uh, November 1st. How about that? November 1st? November 1st. Dig it. And this will be released on probably the 25th of October, I would imagine. Mm. So it gives you about six days. It's a lot of pressure. Seven days that's perfect moving along then okay so the uh, this episode the finale opens with Dr. Brenner versus Joyce and right off the bat I was intrigued that uh, Dr. Brenner's charms finally don't work Uh, Joyce is immune he pulls the same shit he always pulls he does that sentimental good cop but really the most evil cop vibe Mm, I can't do my job unless you let me help you help me help you Joyce that's your name right (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that Terrible Joyce impersonation. Yeah. That, yeah uh, <laughs> yes. Um, I I I thought it was great that Joyce was able to pick holes in his little argument of his plea for her help because yeah. he was, she was like, "You you tried to hide, my boy. You made a stuffed will." You made a fake will and we 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 buried that fake will and now you want me to help help you? That was great.
3: Yeah. Joyce is on fire. Filled him with
0: cotton. You couldn't even spring for some like plastic
2: organs. <laughs> I mean, come on. You come go on. to hell.
3: That's what she was most <laughs> upset about, I feel like. Matthew Modine was on fire there. That was really? uh, just the sinister simmering. He was a little bit better uh, in, in the scene where he confronts Karen when he makes her cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike's mom. But it's still, it was like he was trying to Modine it. You know, mm-hmm. he was trying to Brenner it and Joyce was just not having his shit. And that was fun to see. Um, he mentions that the Demogorgon has killed six people. Yeah. or Taken six people. He did.
0: Mm-hmm. Who are the six? We know there's Will, mm-hmm. Barb, mm-hmm. Uh, the two hunter guys, mm-hmm. the scientist that gets the shaft. Yeah. The elevator. Ah. <laughs> Who's the six? I was trying to think of who the six could not either.
3: Hmm. Maybe he counts the deer. <laughs> Six creatures have been taken by this thing Including uh, Bambi I'm a big fan of deer I love deer <laughs> Baby Holly oh. You leave Baby Holly alone <laughs> you're, a, you're an animal for even joking about it, Andrew So we don't know uh, If you know the sixth person that the Demogorgon took Write into to streaming things Pod at gmail.com No, I was sitting there trying to think of the sixth person myself Oh, the guy that they sent in shepherd oh shepherd. that's right. shepherd never mind don't email we figured it out <laughs> <laughs> damn okay better question how does i guess this just one of those things we're supposed to assume that brenner and his ilk have been able to ascertain knowledge wise because i don't know how he knows about well they did know about barb they hit her car mm-hmm. yeah um what about the hunter guys we just didn't see on screen that they learned about that i guess
0: yeah, that was something we just learned expositionally through uh, Hopper, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like these well, two
0: guys just went missing, so it's kind of assumed that it was the Demogorgon that got them.
3: No, for sure. They just, I just show up
0: super hungover at the <laughs> finale, like I didn't know how Brenner we knew. miss anything? Totally unrelated.
3: <laughs> um, so then we cut to uh, sociopathic social worker, uh, the assassin. And uh, a flunky guy, like X Files type guy, I've never seen before. He's been
0: in a he's been in Has the he? background
3: a couple seasons, or yeah, episodes, just yeah. chilling. Yeah. And then another flunky with like a cow, cattle prod, <laughs> torturing the, Hopper. Uh, wasn't that the um, the the head of security that yes. Hopper talks
0: to in the beginning, where he's like, "I don't know what happens here. I just get my check signed by the big man upstairs. I yeah. don't know about the kid." I don't think that was him. It was the guy that like had the fake
2: footage and stuff like did you see any rain in that footage who's that guy forget about all the cameras got punched
3: earlier on he should have had a broken ass nose this <laughs> is like two days later i thought that was the older guy that's uh, in the passenger seat of the car that opens the door for hopper at the end like that's the walkthrough guy I thought that was the same guy i know there's a younger guy that was with the social work assassin Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. There's a
3: younger guy, yeah. Yes, that's who I'm talking about. That's not the walkthrough guy. No, no, that's not. Okay. We're talking about Balder... Yes. Older Balder Gentleman. Older Balder Gentleman. We should have looked up some obscure characters. Older Balder Gentleman. We could have done this homework. (laughs) But here at Streaming Things, uh, we've got a different style. By the way, just so you guys know, we just watched the finale for the first time since last year. Except Andrew, because he's an asshole. Like (laughs) 10 minutes ago. So we are flying high on this episode. So if we're a little scatterbrained... We're just feeling it. We've been strangered. Wait, wait. What? (laughs) Um, What What did he do to you, Chris? We are feeling it. I did not sign up for this. (laughs) So they're torturing Hopper. He's getting a way different treatment than Joyce. You know, he's trying to psychologically uh, nice fuck with her. And tortures, we come right back to Hopper, and it's like, Oh, blah. (laughs) Fucking and shit. It's like, whoa! Somebody let Brenner talk to him, please. That's not fair. They're bad cop and the cop. The social work assassin is is off the chain, and he's just like, "What do you know?" And he's just like, "Can't stop being a hopper smart ass. Just even with the cattle prod, everything. What do you know specifically? Did I stutter? <laughs> yeah. I stutter, bitch everything <laughs> everything <laughs> he like hangs lights up and just e-v-e-r <laughs> <laughs> why uh, anyway <laughs> maybe not they're probably still upset that he uh, beat the shit out of a couple of <laughs> there should points. have been like a uh, yeah somebody wearing a nose splint or something to, in the background just like shocking <laughs> <you're> like. <"Bah." laughs>
0: I was reading that Stephen King novel, and this motherfucker comes up and jacks me in the face. <laughs> Never got to finish it. I was just on more duty.
3: <laughs> duty. Okay, so then we cut back to the gang, Eleven and the boys, and they're just waiting uh, with bated breath back in the empty gymnasium. Uh, and they find out, they're, uh, Mike's so entranced with Eleven, at a certain point, he's like, wait, where's my sister? <laughs> there was, wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah. We're missing the uh, older kids for sure. Anybody know? And Levin's just psyching it up. Like, yeah. God. Bye-bye. Demogorgon. (laughs) How she knows that,
0: I don't know. Well, we can just just, assume... She's great at parties. Yeah. (laughs) She feels (laughs) it out, man. Um, I love that she was draped in, like, the the towel that they had her wrapped in was an American flag towel <laughs> she's, so she's literally draped in the American flag
3: <laughs> more government uh, symbolism maybe I suppose yeah. the oppressive government is almost on her but literally on her as well mm. Mm. yeah we we that brings to mind the fact that we don't know still the full extent of Eleven's powers because mm-hmm. I think it's she has a, a couple shocking displays even from what we've seen so far by the end of this episode but she could also, I mean, can she eavesdrop on conversations in the hall? I guess she easily could. If she can do it with Russia with mm-hmm. a tank, then she could do it outside the room easily. So maybe she just heard Nancy and them talking, you know? Maybe she can't quite turn it off. That, Who knows that what are, it's like to be 11?
0: I like to think that the boys were out doing something and Nancy just... Peeked her head and like, "Hey, Levin, we're gonna head out. <laughs> uh, just tell the boys we're gonna be gone.
3: We're gonna go fight the Demogorgon. You'll be fine, right? Yeah, here's a towel. <laughs> what is fine? <laughs> Friends don't lie. Okay, that's true, but uh, not really
0: applicable to what we're talking about.
3: Promise. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to the montage of Nancy and. Jonathan J Bird. Bird, as Steve refers to him very fondly, uh setting traps in what I like to call Home Alone 4 <laughs> Demogorgon. <laughs> 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 Why hasn't that been greenlit yet? <laughs> they're strung
0: up paint cans on string. I know. Uh, <laughs> I can
3: just picture McCully cogan just the third guy helping, setting up a paint can and spreading tax. And they're There's like,
0: a, quick cutaway to him like ah, hands on his
3: cheek <laughs> like what are you doing um you know <laughs> you guys are home alone and <laughs> I'll show myself out so <laughs> but it's like adult Macaulay all cracked out <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> no, damn
0: no, nobody went to that's adult McCauley. you
3: said ugh <laughs> damn okay anyway so the trap montage I was just very uh, pleased by this scene I thought a lot of it was uh, awesome and somewhat comical, but the editing was just superb. The funny, the only part I chuckled at was Nancy's tiny frame bracing herself against the wall with one foot on the bear trap while Jonathan's trying really hard to set the other side. Uh, and they're barely <laughs> strong enough with the two of them just to set the trap. And I just thought it was some funny teamwork mm-hmm. there where it's all badassery until then he's like nailing nails into the bat and setting these little traps and pouring gasoline and loading the pistol and then bear trap. <laughs> uh, Alright, fuck it. <laughs> this is good enough. It's, maybe it's a tiny bear. Uh we'll be all right with just the bat and the gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look okay. badass though. She's like, there was two bear traps? She's like, No, we're good. This is good. <laughs> we got too much. Um you cut back to Brenner, thank God, finally came in to talk to Hop. And I picture him coming in like, okay, Hop, so let's we'll think, whoa. Oh, he's oh. dead. <laughs> oh, jeez, Marcy. He's puking. This isn't how you do things at Hawkins Lab. <laughs> okay, get up there, buddy. Okay, here, your hairline looks good, You, by the way. You want a cigarette? Because Hop's, he's smoking a cigarette now. Mm-hmm. So he's like a good cop and it comes on in. Hey, I got a pack of smokes here wow that electricity really hurts I know it does I know it does I felt that before I changed my socket once and well it's a long story but just here just sit up there buddy can I call you hop (laughs) here I found what's this in my pocket oh Xanax how'd that get here (laughs) these like Tic Tacs I hear huh I don't know why he's from Minnesota now. Oh, geez, look at you. You're just laying there all shocked up. Yeah, you know everything, huh? <laughs> anyway, so Hop decides to neg- <laughs> Hop decides he can negotiate now. And he's got this plan all along. It's almost as if, at least that's the way he played the character, I felt. Like he knew he was going to be captured. And this was his plan. I'm going to get beat up for a little while. I'm going to be a smart ass, And then I'm going to deliver that seems smart because he knew he couldn't break all the way to the gate with fucking Joyce with him you know just chain smoking alright run now <laughs> just running through the hallway. where's Will hot? <laughs> shh Will <laughs> no shh we still gotta stand. god damn it alright arms up arms up
0: I think there's a crazy woman outside yelling. <laughs> Someone should look
3: into that. They Does, really Do you should. smell smoke? Because this is a <laughs> lockdown facility. So, yeah, he uh, makes some kind of deal with Dr. Brenner. And we can assume, I think, safely right off the bat, that he decided to give up the location of Eleven, as long as they didn't hurt the children. Lando. Um, he lando them. And... Something else I think there's more To this deal He agrees not to talk About the Hawkins Laboratory as well But I got you the impression to agree That they're not Responsible at all Right That what went missing We can talk about it later But I just feel like Because it's more Appropriate later That there's a part Of the deal We were not privy to
0: Right Absolutely
3: Okay We all agree We're nodding. You can't Mm -hmm. see it. There's nods of agreement transpiring amongst the group. It's just
2: crazy to me that like, they're like, okay, yeah, let's just give them the gear. Let them go down, do their thing. We're just going to fuck off over the school for a little bit. About an hour. We'll be back. (laughs) Yeah. We'll
3: we'll pick you guys up. And the social work assassin, uh, I'm just going to keep calling her Marcy because I feel like that is apropos. Uh, (laughs) I don't get it. That's just her name. I decided I named her. (laughs) That's not, I mean, that's not her name, but that's her name. So Marcy, she's super pissed about just letting him go.
0: You gotta call her social work assassin. I'm not, gonna, I'm
3: not gonna pick up. You're gonna,
0: like, we're gonna be in season two and you're gonna reference Marcy. I'm gonna be like, who? Who? who?
3: You mean Nancy? Nancy? Okay, so the social work assassin. <laughs> That's t-shirt material right S-S-S-S-A. there, man. S-S-A. <laughs> yeah. She's upset that Dr. Brenner's decided to let them go and he's just uber confident that they're not gonna survive the next yeah, five minutes. So they'll work it out. Yeah. So what, if they, what happens if they find the boy? That's not gonna happen. Shepherd was my best. And he was attached to the dick winch of safety. Still didn't make it out. And hops, I gave him a lot of Xanax, okay? I doubt he made it to the gate.
0: He promised me he would help me move next time I change apartments, and that's a bond. I'm I'm coming out ahead on
3: this deal. Marcy. Marcy. So the deal commences and the look on Hop's face, I can just imagine the direction. The director's like, I want you to look slightly center and left of the lens. Just like I ate your last fucking Xanax. That's what I want on your face. Just you just can't because he's got this steely eyed jaw set and Joyce is like, what's going on? She's like. He's the Rick and she's the Morty I just realized. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Oh, what's going on, Hop? Oh, Oh, Jesus. What do you mean? We were all just out smoking now we're walking. Just
0: 11's killing 11's.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, and he's like, we made a deal. You're not going to say shit and we're going to go get your son and that's it. But he doesn't look at her. He's just got his jaw set with this, this determined walk that just really struck me. He's ready to go. Um, so then they're inside they got their hazmat suits on and you know she's like what are these for and and you know the uh, hawkins laboratory employees are like the air is toxic you got to wear those and she's very validly like, uh my son's in there for like a week so <laughs> he's fine and hop's just like let's wear the suits because right, if we don't find him, we don't, we don't want the cancer let's save that plot point for season two <laughs> yeah right. pretty much yeah there you go Fair. So, we're back to the diegetic flashbacks, which I was in love with. I mean, this this show's use of flashback is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she, as soon as she enters, I I, I couldn't tell if the, she's not used to the suit because if you've ever breathed like artificial air, I don't know if you folks have, but it's difficult. It's not mm-hmm. like breathing, breathing. Mm-hmm. You have to like breathe really hard, and you have to get used to it, or. If she's just overwhelmed by being in another dimension and the yeah. knowledge that her son has been here and she has a little panic attack, which is probably more might the be, latter. She
0: might be freaking out that the air's toxic and her son's been in there like, oh, fuck, what?
3: She's also a heavy <laughs> smoker, though, and I just feel like practically she couldn't <laughs> hang with the compressor. You know, you got to have strong lungs. But mm-hmm. So he's helping her breathe. He's like, breathe in, breathe out, which calls him back to helping his young daughter, who was the first time we've seen her. This is Sarah, right? Mm hmm. His young daughter, Sarah, and how she came down with whatever terminal illness that she came down with. And he had to sit her down in the park and try to help her breathe. And I, I was just so, I mean, this is easy. This is heartstring yanking here. But, I mean, I have a four-year-old son. And just imagine playing in the park with him and then him having some kind of inability to breathe all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I just think it, the acting was superb. Uh, David Harbour, the way, just the fear on his face, the confusion. um just trying to step in and help his child uh, it was very well done uh, just trying to help Joyce breathe it just I love the way they use uh, flashbacks so mm-hmm.
0: Hop looks a lot different without the beard
3: yeah. he does uh, and not even a beard. It's just like a double, lack of yeah. shaving, you know, which yeah. was really essentially what a beard is. But you know what I mean? Like there's like, you can just tell when a beard was intentional. When you get
2: it down to brass tacks.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's like a week you, and a half shadow. You can tell when a, when a beard's intentional and just from lack of an ability to care about yeah. the face. Yeah. And his is the latter. Uh, cut back to the gang. Uh, they've decided that, Nancy being gone is okay now, or you know, they're arguing about what they should do. And Lucas is again the very practical one as always. And then Dustin right behind him with the practicality. And uh, I think it's Dustin that's talking about Nancy. He's like, she's kind of a badass now. And I just nodded, like, yeah, <laughs> she's pretty much badass now. And there was an arc for her character where she was sort of a damsel, sort of very naive to all of a sudden, she's just like, let's go motherfuckers. Yeah. (laughs) She's like hashtag just Downey. Yeah, she is the justice for Barb. Oh, call back to my genius. I'm here (laughs) to do two
0: things. Find Barb and kick some ass. And I'm all out of Barb.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Nicely done, Steve. Cause she died. Yeah. I I got it. (laughs) So then, uh, cut back to Jonathan and Nancy. They're, uh, Eagerly awaiting, They've already cut their hands in some sort of blood ritual. No, <laughs> they're blood brothers, brothers and sisters uh, waiting for the Demogorgon to shows up to show up. Sorry. And I'm really confused about how these rules work, because I thought that the lights blinking upon the Demogorgon's arrival was Will's warning. Even upon a rewatch. And apparently they just flash when there's any kind of interaction with the upside mm-hmm. down or any core. When there's a sentient being on the both sides of the plane at the same location, mm-hmm. there's some electrical interference.
2: Maybe um, I know that the uh, lights in Will's shed were flashing when Will first gets abducted at the beginning of oh, episode yeah, one. Good call. So wow, uh, that's smart. <laughs> there is like some continuity. Continuity to it. Mm-hmm. It's just a question of. Who's doing the flashing, you know? Oh. <laughs> the Dinner
3: Gordon shows up and the little alphabet thing's like, fuck you. Just popping up. Yeah, I just was confused. and how Jonathan picked up on something that I didn't, and I had lots more information, except now he had the script, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like the light How stupid was that way of put I mean, it was way too poetical for my taste. Yeah. When you the lights speak. And she's she's like Speak Excuse me Well it is established That Jonathan could be A little pretentious That's true I love how he just Like got deflated She's like what Well I mean they blink They blink Damn it I wish she had pressed The issue So they don't talk They fucking blink You were just being Pretentious uh, where's Steve <laughs> um, This is why no one likes you Jonathan <laughs> This is the shit I'm talking about right here uh, So that Steve does show up Thank God <laughs> Right am I right <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I mean thankfully for Nancy yeah and For everyone True
3: Because True. if the Demogorgon had quickly dispatched them We'll get there We'll get there I I. Have,
0: the- I, I just have to say I love Steve coming back I do too oh, yeah. I, I love this moment for him Because it Because the whole season, you're kind of like, he's charming, but he's an
3: asshole. And we all know the 80s villain that he's going to be.
0: And then he comes back, and the way he comes back, and how he wants to help Nancy. And even at that point where he's like, did he hurt you? Did he cut your hand? Yeah. You're just kind of like, okay, there he is good. He's, He's a nice young man. Steve's such a good guy. But then... This is the only problem I have with the scene. Okay. It's the one scene. So he comes in and right and Steve's rightfully freaking out like, Oh my god, there's a bear trap and Jonathan's got a bat with nails in it. Not he, even and you got yet. a fucking gun. <laughs> uh, what's going on? And Nancy pulls the gun on him and she's like, You have until three to leave. One. And there's like this moment where I'm kind of like, is she really going
3: to shoot him? (laughs) She's like, one,
0: two. And Jonathan has to come in like, Nancy, stop.
3: She does the full countdown and is only interrupted by the arrival of the Demogorgon. Yeah. So who knows? Was Nancy going to shoot Steve? And if she did, who shot first? Greedo. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Andy? Andy. Uh,
2: I just feel like the Demogorgon is going to show up and see Steve's face because he's still beat to shit. And he's gonna be like,
3: "Oh God, jeez!" You just go wait outside. I'm I'm going to deal with these. Guys. I think the Demogorgon showed up not from the hand cuts, but from Steve's <laughs> face. <Yeah>, <laughs> He's just like, I smell that. The addition (laughs) of Steve's face made him like, oh, well, I can't pass out this buffet. Now I picture the Demogorgon like Chris Tucker. I just can't avoid it thanks to Andy and just shows up out of the ceiling. You got knocked the fuck out.
0: (laughs) Come on, Dallas. Come on, Dallas, my man.
3: (laughs) Demogorgon's so hood. That makes sense. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Y'all bleeding the shit in here. God damn it. Now the
0: vision of The Demogorgon as Chris Tucker is never going to leave my brain. Can you edit that
3: video? It's easier than the Mel Gibson one. I don't know. There's a lot of material I could pull from with Chris Tucker. (laughs) So Steve shows up. Nancy tries her best to really save his life by forcing him to get out. Not right now, motherfucker. This shit is crazy up in here. You need to go. And he's like, did it hurt you? Seriously? (laughs) that's not cool All right, Jonathan I knew you were crazy dude trying to talk I wonder what he wanted to say because he had thought Jonathan was there alone yeah big shock when Nancy opened the door but he took it well what did he want to say to Jonathan like I guess some sort of apology I think Um, so it seemed like he
0: was there to make amends
3: no for sure but I'm so going to get
0: you this Christmas present, dude. You're going to
3: love it. He's like drunk. (laughs) Jaybird. and knock.
0: (laughs) Please don't call me Jaybird. My dad calls me (laughs)
3: Jaybird. You guys look like (laughs) him. So Steve, he does flee and that's what finally gets him to do it. It's, it's blinking. Demogorgon shows up and he's just like, what the fuck? And (laughs) (laughs) she fires the gun at the Demogorgon. Bullets do nothing, by the way. That's Mm -hmm. disappointing. Um, so they run down the hallway. Their little plan that's set up is pretty genius, but it's the Demogorgon outsmarts them. Doesn't fall for he it. teleports out as soon as he gets to the bear trap. I don't know why he didn't <laughs> step over it. That's fine. Whatever. He didn't smell it. He just, I don't know. He smells something's amiss. He, so he probably took it as an insult. Like, Ugh, bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess he couldn't see it in my theory, though. Mm-hmm. All he does, he smells the blood. So let's say he has like a daredevil sense, but instead of hearing it's with blood. So he's can like super sort Catholic. of vaguely, right, for sure. <laughs> he can vaguely see them in the room with the blood smell. And he's like, they're up to something. I'm out. Um, you couldn't see it, but I was doing my like demogorgon impersonation. That <laughs> yeah. Apparently he's was amusing. Blinking around.
0: Yeah. yeah, just nose like upturned, like he smelled something bad, but was also blinking a lot.
3: <laughs> Which he doesn't do. Those were his other jaws. Oh, your eyes, your eyelids were his other (laughs) drawings. So so we cut back to Hopper and uh, Joyce uh, and more flashbacks. This time, um, his daughter deeper into her illness. And he's like reading her a bedtime story about how wonderful life is, Mm -hmm. which I felt like. I mean, I guess that's appropriate, but also sort of in. He's just begging to cry in the stairwell after a story like that cuz life's hard honey but at least you're alive and in the end oh, but she's not gonna be soon like why would you read that like fucking the caterpillar that eats everything or something you know what about that book i'm talking about yeah hungry yeah,
0: caterpillar the, the, the red
3: the red faced caterpillar yeah. yeah that one or goodnight moon even that's a little sad but anyway, it's like, again, pulling at her heartstrings. Cut Charlotte's Webb.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No.
3: Bambi. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cut back to Steve trying like hell to hang. Right? He jumps over the bear trap, thank God. I mean, I would have been dead <laughs> if I were Steve. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, if I were Steve, I'd have been in the bear trap getting munched on by the Demogorgon. Well, what's going on? Steve's trying to shoot me. She looks really hot right now. I, I guess we're running. Ow! <laughs> Jonathan just yells over his shoulder, bear trap, you know, or, or jump or something. And Steve's like, I'm the athletic type.
0: I, I love mean, his jump, too, because like, what the
3: fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he does he's, this weird, like, really weird jump. It's great. You can tell he's quickly adapting to an insane situation. I really uh, appreciated that. So then, Steve. She's, like, trying to get him to leave again, and he's still not doing it. So what convinces him comically uh, and... and realistically is that thing's coming back. You better go. And he's like, you're right. I should go if it's coming back. That's a fair point. Books it out to his car His BMW, the old BMWs, which he calls Lucy. And that's not true. I made that up.
1: I'm I was just gonna really,
3: say I forget that part. <laughs> I'm just really trying to add as much to the story as I can. I feel like it's a little bit sparse, but <laughs> so he's, trying, he's like dropping the keys and shit and he gets in and then he looks back uh, sees the lights blinking and he's like, oh, it's back. And we cut thinking Steve's out of there. Uh, I forgot Jonah to mention.
2: Or should uh, I go now? The clash starts playing <laughs> in Steve's
3: car on the radio. Uh, <laughs> cut back to him and Will hanging out. It's weird. It's like, why do they know each other? No. Um, I did want to mention the sound design. I, you know, we had noticed it a lot before, but they really play up the electricity factor involved in the Demogorgon's comings and goings mm-hmm. uh, because we had the subtitles on. So I'm, I'm not sure that I would have noticed it. But when the Demogorgon leaves while they're hiding in the bedroom the first time, it says like a uh, jolt of electricity or something like that so when he flees this plane of existence there's like it, z- doesn't
0: it kind of sound like a, a t, like an old tv turning off
3: no it sounds like oh that's exactly z- that's literally an edit point can you do that uh, can you do that like
0: three or four more times for me <laughs> don't you think so andy
3: uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think it, I think it hurt itself out there. That's what that noise was. (laughs) The trap. Uh, So as soon as the Dimmergorgan part two, you know, the return is like the 80s horror movie sequel. It comes back. I love how it outsmarts them. They're back to back. She's got the pistol. He's got the bat. And Jonathan's like, come on, motherfucker. You want some of this shit? Take my brother, make my mom smoke even more cigarettes. I don't know why Donald keeps giving them to her. She knows she's going to die. Anywho. I need to focus. And then the lights go out and he's like, Oh shit. I didn't consider this. (laughs) And somehow, even though they're back to back, they end up with the Demogorgon just rising behind them. (laughs) 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 And already they're done. uh, Bat goes flying. Bullets don't work. Steve to the rescue. (laughs) Nobody predicted that shit first time through. Nobody. If you were like episode five, like Steve's going to save the day. That's going to be cool. No, you'd have been a fool. Of course, you could have just kept watching because it's Netflix, but still. (laughs) Uh, One of my favorite moments of all time when Steve picks the bat up and he's immediately like, Fucking Brad Pitt Achilles from Troy. Oh, I
2: know. He's like spinning the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Shit.
3: Fuck you. (laughs) Take it out. I hate my dad. (laughs) Tommy H. (laughs) Carol. (laughs) Uh, Just loved every bit of that. Because Steve is the athletic type. Uh, And it makes sense to me that I'm more of a Jonathan. I hate to admit. I wish I could say that I would have been the rescuer. But I think I would have probably been outsmarted immediately and knocked to the ground.
1: Like, yeah,
3: lost the bat. I'm pretty sure that would have been me. I would have had this dope ass plan, though, right? That's what we got to give him some credit there. But I would know. have come up with a dope plan with the bear trap and everything and
0: still fallen into the bear trap. That would have been me. I'd have been like, all right, there's the bear trap. Oh, I got him in it.
3: My plan wouldn't have involved me. <laughs> okay, Nancy. Bear trap set up. Everything's good. Uh, call me out. <laughs> let me know how it goes. <laughs> uh, Ted's on his way. Uh, so, you know, he'll be like probably five minutes later, So <laughs> <laughs> You got it. You got it. It's good. But Don't forget
0: he, the yo-yo. He knocks that Demogorgon right out of the park with that baseball bat. What
3: was the point of the yo-yo in the trap?
0: That was to let them know that he had
3: stepped into the bear trap. I think For sure yeah. Okay so in case They couldn't hear ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like the yo-yo Was supposed to <laughs> warn them
0: At least that way You know like Maybe They don't know how smart it is Maybe he could like Poke it And they go Ow It totally got me Come check on my hurt I got Eat Eat you Eat you now
3: <laughs> I guess I just felt like the yo-yo Was a bit overcomplicated Cause it's like Super thin drywall. We know how thick the walls are because Joy's busted, Joyce has busted through them, uh, and Lonnie's been fixing the place up. So we know that it's <laughs> not my very soundproof. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like it, the yo-yo was a bit much, but it was good. I'm glad it was in there.
0: Um, I love that scene though. The monster fighting scene. It's such a cool scene. In oh, this yeah. whole, the whole series. Epic, epic
3: yeah. finale. Um, good way to go. Set the fucker on fire. Hardcore. Yeah. I'm glad that he thought to, like, you could tell they plan to survive this attack because he had a fire extinguisher nearby. Yeah. He's like, we got it. Shit, shit burned down <laughs> my house. OK, <laughs> I'm ready for this, which I immediately or when everybody thinks of when the gasoline goes up, like, well, uh, It's awkward. Let's leave while the house blows up, but no one look back at the explosion. <laughs> I'm really proud of them for not going for explosion. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would yeah. have been, that'd have been two eighties. Yeah. Like I rigged up a septic system, filled it with gasoline. Puts on sunglasses. McGorgan <laughs> knocks the lighter out of my hand, and I crawl epically
0: towards it. <laughs> Jonathan has, like, barefoot, and he's walking through glass. <laughs> you big <be gay>, a motherfucker. <laughs> that was a
3: Die Hard reference starring Bruce Willis. Easter egg out. <laughs> so, cut back to uh, Mike Mackin on Eleven. He... Yeah, a, he does. you can tell he's trying to set her up for some future life and then instantly regrets his analogy mm-hmm. it's like yeah i mean my mom will be your mom my nancy's like gonna be your sister and will you be my brother no uh <laughs> no that's not it at all it's like <laughs> why because like can't bang your sister <laughs> uh it doesn't matter
0: we'll, we'll, we'll get to that We'll cross that bridge When we get to it uh, I
3: was figuring You'd snowball me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah And then he,
0: he Dude he goes in For that kiss He goes hard I know He goes
3: hard for that It was borderline Non-consensual yeah. um, I don't know if It might have been Non-consensual <laughs> I mean she doesn't Look displeased but, but she, I don't feel like she knows how to feel. she oh, That's right. She is like mentally ill, basically, mm-hmm. with her lack of knowledge of the world. Whoa, bro. His neck just snaps. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That could have went really bad. Yeah.
0: Like she, she doesn't understand these social ticks because she hasn't been in, around normal people in right. her life. So imagine not knowing, not have any sort of conception of what a kiss is or what that means. And then just having someone's mouth just violently thrust towards you. Yeah,
3: she doesn't even know. Yeah, and he goes straight from like, "I promise, I'll feed you real food soon. You'll have family for oh, no, no." And she's like, "That's a pimp." Oh. What? That's a pimp. Mike's a pimp. I'll feed you. Oh I mean, yeah, okay. like a negative, not like what it became in our culture like he's a pimp but like he's a pimp like he abuses women right i know i know this is purely like overblowing the situation (laughs) yeah for sure because it's fun (laughs) 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 he's 13 as well and like i said i think she was into it but how much could you really know about it (laughs) i
2: I did read online that that was um millie bobby brown's first kiss and so like they filmed that scene like they did the kiss and she pulled back and went Cut That was kissing That sucked Really?
3: Is there footage of that? I don't know I just read it online
0: Poor Poor Finn Poor poor actor who plays Mike Finn
3: Wolfhard
0: (laughs) Poor Finn Wolfhard Holy (laughs) shit Can you imagine if that's like your job And you do that And then like Oh that sucked That's what (laughs) kissing is Gross
3: Finn Wolf lamp after that (laughs) For a good while (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pretty good so he's trying to explain you know basically what a boyfriend is i love that he went for the snowball though like he invited her to the dance it was mm-hmm. so childish yeah that's you know adorable. like we're gonna culminate everything we've been through and all of our love and all of your struggles and be seen in front of everyone together at the whole school. Yeah, Where you made people pee last time (laughs) we were... It doesn't matter. That's pretty cool. You're going to be awesome. (laughs) Uh, So then uh, a car pulls up ruining their moment and they think, Nancy and Jonathan have returned. Or perhaps uh, the people that were probably dead. You know, Will's mother. And nay, it is uh, a bunch of the employees of Hawkins Laboratory. And Dustin, true to form, goes... Lando Yeah When Mike's like <laughs> how'd, they, f- how'd they find us And he's like Lando motherfucker I told you this Lando <laughs> you. Was going down I've been telling you <laughs> <laughs> Now we're we gonna do with All this chocolate pudding Oh how could we forget To talk about Chocolate pudding Yet so much of it
2: Finally happened
3: Yes We've been looking forward To this all season
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that they come out With like two giant trays Of it like
0: 40 something cans of chocolate pudding like this will charge her right up like I love Dustin's reaction to it too he's like that lunch lady she's been holding out she keeps saying we're out of pudding (laughs) oh
3: nope Clearly not, you bald faced liar, lunch lady Phyllis. He fed back into this like uh, this whole mythos behind the chocolate pudding. Like he's had this resentment for years. <laughs> like she's always saying she's out, and I knew she was holding back on, but fucking lying bitch. We cracked the case. I <laughs> <laughs> love it, this childlike wonder. I could see someone like the
0: kids are saying, "We cracked the case," and they're like, "Oh, did you figure out like where Will went?" No, we figured out how, <laughs> we figured out the conspiracy of the chocolate pudding and how there's never enough, but there really is a lot of it.
3: He should have like when Doctor. <gasps> Renner shows up. He's like, seriously, though, there's so much chocolate pudding over here. And she's always saying, like, I know you guys got a lot going on right now, but that's what his focus was.
0: You mean to tell me that
3: there's a lot of (laughs) chocolate pudding back there, young boy? I'll give you so much pudding. I'll have two scoops. (laughs) I feel like he's such a sociopath that he would have been like, is there any butterscotch?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that because sociopaths? Eat butterscotch. Oh, everybody knows
3: <laughs> <laughs> there's only ever been two snack packs of butterscotch pudding sold ever and one was to Jeffrey Dahmer the second was to Charles Manson verified google it I'm on Wikipedia that and tapioca don't even make me go there that's weird shit
0: I kind of want to make you go there <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't I don't have any more m- ability to to invent pudding history I'm mystery. more of a butterscotch <laughs> and <laughs> so young boy. I love how he just refers to all boys as young boys. I can't be bothered to learn your names. So Then we get to a psychotic use of Eleven's powers. They get cornered in this hallway. There's employees with machine guns on both sides headed by the social work assassin and Eleven, who's already tired. She didn't even get any of that recharged chocolate pudding, which, by the way, I was a little offended again at Dustin objectifying Eleven. Like, we need to charge the weapon. Where's the pudding? Oh. We know he's selfish and he just wants to eat. But he also is like, we need to recharge her. Like, he actually says that, you know. Uh, he doesn't say, like, she needs sustenance or I bet she's hungry or, you know, her blood mm-hmm. sugar's low. Anywhoosel. Change the bats. Right. <laughs> is that the- what it, her powers are? It's
2: just like a severe case of hypoglycemia. Like it's her body body's just it. burning through her sugar. She and She has super like diabetes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just give her peanut butter quick. So I just put what the fuck down because she goes from, yeah, we know she can break bones. She can levitate vans. So that's huge. But she goes straight to just melting the brains of seven adults. And that yeah. look on her face. I love it. Her, her badass, like, I ain't no one to fuck with. Yeah, guys. like, well, she can be super tired, even in a prone position, and then when she decides to go power mode, it's just like, meow. I love the sound effect, too, because there's a...
0: You mean th- that meow? Not that one, but <laughs> everyone's bleeding out of their eyes, the social work assassin, you know, and then all of a sudden there's this, like, what noise to signify yeah. that their brains are squished or something yeah. and they all
3: fall down i love that uh look on the the lady's face and before i noticed that the blood was coming slowly out of her eyelids i just thought why does the social work assassin look so terrified and confused you know like i thought there was like a frozen moment i don't know I, even though i'd seen it before i'd mm-hmm. forgotten that scene and it, it reminded me of uh, Neo from The Matrix at the very end of the first film when he finally becomes the one in his mind and he stops the bullets midstream. Spoiler alert, 1999. <laughs> just that look on his face and you're just like, holy shit, the full scope of his powers become known. And you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. There is no spoon. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it felt like with Eleven. There is no pudding. <laughs> well, there really weren't any spoons for that pudding, though, by the way.
0: Did you guys think... because? Uh, Brenner shows up right after that, right?
3: Yeah, so he dro- she drops all the bodies, and then to no avail because she passes out completely, and they're trying to wake her up. And then Brenner brings more flunkies
0: because the flunkies grab the the kids, and Lucas has
3: what? What does Lucas say? It's so funny. So Mike's like, "Leave her alone," and then Dustin's like, "Yeah, don't touch her." And then Lucas is like, "Eat shit, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> I think he literally does say "eat shit." He does. He does. I added the rest. And we all knew. And then they immediately all get grabbed from behind.
2: Like yeah. eat shit. It's like they're they're big standing up for the, the 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 adults moment, and they're mm-hmm. just like,
0: uh, pick them up, yeah, hold them. Uh, yeah, the, the, these kids have the threat no, has been neutralized. They have no chance against these government operatives. I don't
3: know where that came from, though. It's like Lucas. It's a wonderful moment because he's been so against Eleven the whole time, and he was the most outspoken for her in that moment. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know. Uh, he's been. I mean, he's been pretty temperamental, but he just became Apollo Creed out of well, he, nowhere. Well, he seems
0: like he, well, he clearly <laughs> loves Nam. He's clearly like yes. into that, so maybe he's like, the government's on to something. Fuck you.
3: That's true. He's very anti-Government. I know y'all
0: killed Kennedy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all these conspiracies come flying out of Lucas' mouth.
0: He's the just, moon's hollow.
3: It's <laughs> crazy as hell.
0: Um, but did you? So Brenner sits down and he's like, Eleven, I'm going to take you back home. It's, it's hey, Papa. Papa? Is that you, Papa? Oh, it's Papa. It's Papa. Yes. We're going, to make, we're going to make you better. Um, and She's she, not buying it either. She calls him bad. She just mm-hmm. says bad.
3: And that look I on thought his face I I saw
0: a look... I don't know if it's a look of defeat or if he was generally hurt by that. Almost on a, like, I bet I'm your
1: papa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which was very neat to see because up to this point, like we mentioned, he's such a sociopathic guy who has no care for anyone else's life other than his own but in that moment it kind of seemed like he was almost hurt that this other person that he I guess in some weird twisted way he sees as his daughter well I think that he's too far
2: gone like sociopathically to possibly look at her as a daughter I think mm. he's like oh no she's he, she's been corrupted she's not going to do what I say anymore she's not going
3: to spy on the comics for me <laughs> yeah it's an interesting reading but I think it's similar to because I had the same feeling remember when Shepard was He's like, really, man? You know, he seemed to genuinely care about his employee. And then you guys pointed out, no, he wants the evidence. He wants the Mm -hmm. knowledge, the the inside. That's what he's lamenting. And I think that's the same thing like Andy was saying with Eleven. He's just lamenting this powerful weapon and research tool that he will no longer be able to manipulate. Mm -hmm. That's his, like, fuck.
2: Although, um, I I thought it was an interesting choice of words when uh, he first rounds the corner, which is historical that, like, all of his flunkies get murdered viciously murdered in the hallway he's just standing around the corner like okay wait she's gonna she's totally gonna pass out after she kills that first round (laughs) yeah then she steps but (laughs) but so so uh when he steps back around the kids are all you know huddled around 11 he says step away from the child and i thought child was a really interesting choice of words for Mm -hmm. this character you know that's sure that's a very paternal kind of word as you know he doesn't say step away from the my, weapon the weapon you know that would you know, be a super 80s thing so step away from the weapon <laughs> but um yeah i mean there's a lot of words he could have used but child seemed like a uh,
3: overly sentimental a sentimental one yeah hmm. that's interesting um so then uh, we cut to the discovery of will uh, after some wandering by joyce and hopper and uh, they seem to have gone through almost all of Hawkins. Like they were, yeah. just, they were just down the street. I think I saw the post office at one point, the little town square where Will or uh, Jonathan argued with his mom. What is that building supposed to be that they walk into? The library. Is that the library? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. you see Hopper was all nervous? Like, the <laughs> upside down librarian going
0: to be in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Hopper. Oh, good. Maybe you should be looking for that missing kid that's secretly been in our. <laughs>
3: So they find um, Seven foot of I don't know Some kind of creature Seven feet of some kind of creature Inside Will's throat (laughs) It looks like a tube Like Matrix style That they're uh, rescuing him from Like he's been turned into a battery
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: But the thing is alive yeah, Hopper th- throws on the floor and then starts writhing. He's like, didn't oh, they walk yes. by like a shattered egg at one point? Mm-hmm. Was I cray? I saw that. Yeah, I was not was cray. So they pull it out and we get another diegetic flashback of this wonderful... Hopper is trying to perform CPR on Will and instruct Joyce on how to help him. Cutting back and forth between him uh, staring helplessly at his daughter having CPR performed on her in the hospital unsuccessfully. Uh, and I'm just like it's destroying me. I'm pouring tears. I'm slinging snot trying to eat these sour patch Andy gave me. <laughs> and it's just awful to watch. And, and the the performance by David Harbor of how desperately he wants to save will so he can finish grieving over Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Almost comically at one point, And here's why I'm not a savage. There's a point <coughs> where mm-hmm. Harbor becomes angry in his desperation. And it's, his punch is so famous now that in the Stranger Things mobile video game, he's got like a super punch with like a giant sized fish uh, fist and he just punches the enemies that way. So like that's his ability. So it's the hop punch, right? Because he just punches everybody. So he's hammering the hop fist on <laughs> Will's little chest like God damn it, boy, I need closure. You know, I don't know. I just you need to live and it works coughs up a couple loogies and they put the uh, ventilator on the boy broke about eight ribs his sternum, both oh, collarbones no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you can break ribs if you're doing uh, CPR correctly right oh yeah oh yeah oh, absolutely so, but
2: hop hop oh yeah and, like, def- that's why he was in the
3: hospital <laughs> otherwise he would have been some chocolate pudding and go home yeah <laughs> Will's just like,
1: oh oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have trouble breathing now. <laughs>
3: <It's> tiny Tim.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone.
3: <laughs> Did kind of. I'm gonna put that as an ego. <laughs> tiny Will. Um, okay. Uh, cut back to the best editing of all time, and a little bit of writing, I guess, with the uh, the wrist rocket. So the Demogorgon. Uh, oh, I, we forgot to talk about how Brenner fucking dies. Gets, oh yeah he just gets piled gets on by the demogorgue demogorgue <laughs> immediately like spears him like gives him the stone cold who does the spear goldberg goldberg different organization still <laughs> goldberg's him <laughs> goes down and i think it was kind of beautifully uh with no fanfare you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was just oh shit <laughs> Brenner's mm-hmm. dead I guess yeah you know? we don't even see the Demogorgon tear through his lackeys he just
0: he almost kind of brushes past the lackeys he's like, yeah whatever you don't put those threat to me <gasps> Brenner yeah. yeah so and Brenner kind of like almost steps towards it he's like what oh he's <laughs> so
3: oh I just had a fucking monster of an epiphany Bro. This is another justice for <laughs> probably. <laughs> it is his own morbid curiosity for the arcane that is his undoing, because he steps towards it in fascination. Yeah, right. Okay. I take that.
2: Unable to flee, like the uh, necromancer guy in Game of Thrones when he sees the arm, he's like, "Whoa!"
3: Oh yeah. Okay. Very, Very cool. random mental association yeah. but totally valid yeah. <laughs> from season 8 episode 6 of Game of Thrones this obscure one off character <laughs> no it wasn't a one off that's Kyburn, but still okay uh, so yeah so Brenner's dead the, the, the gang flees with Eleven and they take her to a classroom and put her on a table and he's like oh you're gonna be cool I wanna give you so many egos." he's telling her that whole speech again I'm worried he's about to kiss her again when the Demogorgon blows through the door they pull out the wrist rocket, and they're all shouting for it frantically, and he's getting out of his backpack. And they have all these perfectly shaped little rocks sitting on the desk there. But it's believable because they've been rock hunting for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> we know how they love the rocks. Is that Andy's <laughs> laughing about? <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so uh, then he starts firing these rocks at the Demogorgon, and he finally... And even though I'd seen it before, it got me again. I'm like, Oh, when it fakes you out? I'm like, no, you have to wait for the mall to open, right? And then he shoots it right down his throat and it flies back 15 feet and <laughs> slams into the chalkboard. And there was, and I've seen it before, but I was still like, holy fuck. Good shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hell of a shot there, Lucas. Way to go, man. And here Lucas is like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Damn, right. I'm going to the snowball this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then 11, of course, pushes past him with that baller ass look on her face step aside boys and even mike's like somehow aware that this is some sort of confrontation that she's probably not going to come back from when he tries to stop her even though they're all going to die if she doesn't do this and she fucking uses her powers to shoot mike back a few feet like nah bitch gotta do what i gotta do 11's gotta do what 11's gotta do yep indeed She's got
2: those bloody eyes and stuff. It's so fucking. Yeah, like where
3: you can tell she's using uh, the full extent of her powers. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What goes on here? Dude, it is an epileptic nightmare. Like I love it. If,
2: if you, like, are prone to seizures, you can't watch this finale. Yeah. It's insane.
3: There's a lot of blinking lights. Or speaking lights, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the way that they shot that
0: scene, especially the the close-up of Eleven where she's kind when of... she turns she's, back. She's,
3: Well, no, no, like when she's
0: scowling at the monster and she's yeah. like, no more. And the lights are just going apeshit behind oh, her.
3: no more. No more.
0: And... Uh, <sighs> I, like that I that gets me and I I, I want to know how they did that scene because I don't feel like they're using practical lights like turning them off and on I don't know it just seems very. It doesn't feel worldly, like it doesn't seem like a real effect that the way the lights are going off mm-hmm. and on. It'd be pretty simple to do it digitally, though. It would, but I want to know if they did do it digitally or if it really was a, some dude with the light switch just going, like <laughs> <going laughs> flipping up and got down. It.
3: I got blisters on my fingers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I was paying attention
2: to the lighting for this because I wondered the same thing, whether or not that it was like practically done. I noticed that um, the... Like, well, there's no fill light that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, so like when the light goes dark, like it's actually, you really can't see what's going on, but it's happened so frequently that your eyes don't adjust that quickly. Uh, the, the light that's reflecting on the kid's hair, um, goes away and comes back on and off. So that makes it seem like it's actually happening as opposed to being done digitally because like cool. that's something that's really,
0: really hard to yeah. recreate. You that's know, so in cool. Post. Because that shot is one of my... I think that might be my favorite shot in the whole series, just mm-hmm. because the lights add so much to it. Because, it. like you said, it, it, it's happening so fast, your eyes can't really adjust to it, so it's messing with you. Mm-hmm. But it looks so awesome, and it's so appropriate for Eleven's story. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that there were a couple of times where it seemed like they slow mode a shot,
2: just a hair, and like yes. they didn't shoot at a higher frame rate, so you could tell when they did it. Mm-hmm. And there were just a couple weird shots, and there was a few of them with the Demogorgon, and I'm like, why did you do that? Because you, it's like you rate-stretched it by like four seconds for, I don't know. They sure did that a couple reason. times this episode. They did mm-hmm. that
0: there, and then they did it. I have The the one that really sticks out to me is when Nancy's shooting at the Demogorgon. There's mm-hmm. a shot where it's like they, they hit... C- Control R on the time bar and, right. <laughs> and extended the clip a little bit. So because you drop frames, yeah, I don't know what, but purpose there I, was for that. I don't either. It it looked weird, but mm-hmm. it still looked awesome in the yeah. in the in the end scene. Oh yeah,
3: I my favorite shot was when she looks back, and you can see just the torso of the Demogorgon, mm-hmm. and the lighting is still there, and I just the composition was incredible. But obviously, there's all that. Im- I mean, I love her little face. You know yeah. what I mean? She's always <laughs> saying Brown. so much, and it's like just a glance and yet i'm re i'm like hearing her little voice like friends don't lie no she's like egos were great i had a lot of fun thank you for showing me what life could really be like hopefully i'm gonna be back but i'm not gonna sh- i'm not sure if they're gonna get greenlit for a season two peace you know like all of
0: that <laughs> oh god if they didn't get greenlit for season two after that ending i would have been so upset i would have thought it. i honestly i, I would have i remember the ending
3: andy and i talking mm. like i hope it's done this is oh, incredible. i don't know mm. i don't know that like it would have been ballsy though. It
0: would have been fun. Like it would have been, You're right. It would have been ballsy, but good if that's how eleven went out. Mm. But I would be more upset at the fact of like, what the fuck is the deal with Hopper? What's Hopper doing? Yeah, that's the thing that would it was make so me upset.
3: David Lynch in a good way, like the ten percent of David Lynch that's actually good. It's what it would have been like. <laughs> so, uh, what do you
0: think? Because she doesn't she turn around and say, "Bye, Mike."
3: yeah do you think uh, Lucas
0: and Dustin are like yeah fuck you (laughs) that's true that's true
2: Lucas is like I knew I didn't like you for a reason (laughs) Dustin's like I get why you wouldn't say bye to Lucas
3: hang on however uh, I was was in
0: that group hug yo
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean I kind of draped myself over but you you guys didn't say go like whatevs
2: Remember that part where I said, Yeah, you better run? She's our
0: friend. <laughs> <laughs> and she's crazy. Keyword there, our <laughs> friends don't lie.
3: You didn't even try the pudding. <laughs> so, what happens there? She just, I don't understand why she couldn't just snap Dimma neck or something. You know what I mean? Break some Dimma balls. Break Dimma She's got to like completely. Does have a neck? She got a completely dis. Okay, mine had not, and my mate doesn't have a skeletal structure. Whatever, Steve. <laughs> she's able to hold it, which is taking a lot of her strength, but she disassembles it atom by atom, it looks like, mm-hmm. and herself, which I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And we will find out if it makes sense in season two, I guess. That's one of my unanswered questions. It's like, mm-hmm. Where is Eleven? Is she in the upside down? Did she like take it? Was it the only way she could send it there? But if that's all she did, is it still it's just in there to come her? back? <laughs> right, right. So she had to have killed it. <clears throat> I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like maybe she tapped so far into her
2: powers that like it took her into that other dimension. You know what I mean? Because has Eleven ever actually been in the Upside Down up to this point? No, she's no. in the Inside in,
3: Out in between, right? which yeah. we call it the Inside the Out inside very out. intelligently.
0: The space between spaces.
3: I. It's kind of reminds me of that Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them when mm-hmm. Ezra Miller's character uh, as the Obscurial gets killed. A little nerding out here for a second, mm-hmm. but he's still alive, I know, because he's on the cast list for the second one. So I just think just completely disappears, but he's still alive because he's so powerful. Which
0: person's that?
3: He's the, Ezra Miller. Uh, he's, he's the Obscurial, the main like crazy thing. Oh, he's thing. the kid. He's mm-hmm. like the, okay. the okay. Older weird, the older boy. With the bangs. Yeah. And he's like,
0: oh, I thought you loved me. Oh, Colin Farrell, no. <laughs> oh, wait, you're actually, I don't know, I'm not going to spoil that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that movie's fairly recent. Yeah, it is. That that's one. true, that's true. <laughs> uh, but that primal scream from Eleven when she's mm. like ramping it up and everybody's like, no, and you don't know what's going to happen. And the Demogorgon's like fighting her, reaching out at her, and then she pushes the arm back again. And then she gives it some extra gas. You know, like way cooler than that, but I don't want to break the mic. <laughs> Did you notice that when it's like
0: ripping apart, it's almost like white in the middle? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, do you think it's an ener- being of energy, or is I don't know, or is that more like Eleven's energy is, destroying it?
2: I'm actually a good guy
0: underneath.
3: Yeah. It's Steve.
0: Who <laughs> goes? <laughs>
1: what happened?
3: <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Uh, cut to the aftermath at the school, where everybody's apparently just been notified. That I don't know what happened. Hey, uh, Karen. Yeah, we got Mike here uh, at school. He's safe. Okay, let's go. What's going on? I'm not really sure. There's a bunch of holes. Uh, a lot of chocolate pudding. A shitload of blood. Someone needs you to get down here. So you know, yeah. I, I don't know what they told her. We're charging him for killing these government officers. <laughs> right, he
2: was complicit. There's about eleven dead people here.
3: It's <laughs> chaos. So she shows up frantic, and that actually got to me too. Yeah. Never had any emotional connection with Karen throughout. I know that you guys did, but there I was feeling it for sure. Um, and Mike, he's just weeping when his fucking mommy holds him, mm-hmm. and he's crying for eleven. And I get that, and then. Fucking Ted. <laughs> God fucking Ted, damn it! Ted. I was so infuriated. He can't even hug his son. Is boy all right? <laughs> he just goes to the paramedic. Goes, uh, so the Packers game yesterday. Am I right?
0: Let's let's, let's cut to the chase. How much is this going to cost me? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Does he have to ride in the ambulance? How's Ike doing? Oh, Mike, I'm sorry. Common mistake. I thought you meant the president in the 50s. You like Ike, right? I like Ike. Were you a fan? You just, I mean, Is Nancy here? Do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> you think they were trying to say something about absent fathers and how they used to be and unable to show masculine, I do I think you're or- definitely
0: showing that that was the thing. I, Cause I remember seeing dads like that, where if something happened to their child, they would come and they wouldn't be the ones that would come and, you know, wrap their arms around. I'm like, I'm so glad you're okay. But they would be the ones like they would go to the doctor and say, you know, okay, what are we dealing with? Is he okay? Is there mm-hmm. something wrong with him? Tell me the logistics. What do I have to do for my family? But you know, if this was any other character in any other movie universe, we probably wouldn't be criticizing this we as much, noticed, but it's yeah. fucking Ted and this whole <laughs> series. He's been like just a paradigm, a paragon of like absentee dad. So I think we're judging this more be- because we have that context, but, but yeah, that, that definitely was a thing that I remember dads doing back in the day was being very
3: logical. It's just sad to see in today's zeitgeist, maybe I guess yes, I mean, looking yes, from today's absolutely. lens. Um, but anyway Because if that
0: was my kid I'd be like Oh my god came
3: here. Yeah like, like bitch. Me, you, know. you never talk to him anyway You still <laughs> tell her Swallow pancakes That's yeah. all you do <laughs> Where's Holly? <laughs> <laughs> no, Holly? Who's, who's watching Holly? That's the whole next season Holly <laughs> baby, Holly's at a bar But there's nothing supernatural <laughs> You're just missing I hate my parents It Becomes a Home Alone reference
0: Sometimes I'm trying to find the answer of Who am I at the bottom of this bottle
3: (laughs) Just Holly's killing hollies (laughs) Keep stealing Steve's jokes It has a zero effect It's okay I'm stealing Rick and Morty jokes (laughs) So then we cut back to the hospital uh, And I took note that Every single character in the show was waiting in the waiting room Many of whom had no affiliation with Will Why the fuck is Ted there Why is Steve there uh, yeah Steve. <laughs> Steve's like, uh, so Nancy, uh, you we never saw all the right moves, and I was just hey, weird time. I know weird time. So just feeling it out. <laughs> just saying, there's a matinee going on. Um, yeah, Lowe's just <laughs> sitting there <laughs> drinking coffee. Hoppers is chain smoking, <laughs> offering Ted Xanax, and he's like, mm? <laughs> Bobby H and Carol are also there just for fun. <laughs> Tommy H. Tommy H. Does no, she's got a new. H. She's got a new Bob H. Now, <laughs>
2: yeah. but that's a cool shot because, like, you get to for see, sure you get to see it's got the sweet pan. You get to see like everybody's like victorious, like okay, and now the sun rises kind of moment. It like, is, yeah. Uh, and they pan around. And the kids are sleeping on top of each other and stuff, and that's hysterical because like a little character moment and
0: yeah. And it's I can, a, It's a good way of letting the audience know that Jaybird, Nancy, and. Uh, Steve are okay because the last time we saw them was at the house. Yeah, it's so now to just drop that thread. Yeah. And it's nice to see all the characters that you know and love together, like, yeah, they did it. Mm-hmm. They did right. the thing.
2: That thing they were trying to do? They, they did, it. did it. They're all yeah.
3: like resting, you know. They seem like very tired. Some of them are snoring. Some of them. Rude bastard. Ted is asleep. He's
2: sitting there next to Hop. Which, that's just not fair to compare the two. Like, you put them in the frame yeah. together. It's yeah. like, oh, come on.
3: There's a man and just the, not even the mud on his boot. You got father, <laughs> grieving father of the year and then Ted. <laughs> um, so then we get a reunion, finally, of Joyce, uh, Will, and Jonathan. Which I love that they did that first before the friends. Because really, I mean, brother and mother before mm. even really close friends. They just did that perfectly, I felt like. um. Not much to say there. I mean, pretty there's, like,
0: there's an awesome moment for um, Will because he wakes, wakes up, up and for he, Jonathan first. He, yeah, he immediately asks if Jonathan's okay because his hands cut.
2: I yeah. uh, see. I didn't like that. I felt like that was too. That was like saving the cat at the end of the movie as opposed to the beginning. We already endeared ourselves to this character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up like, "Oh, is your hand okay?" And it's like, you know, he's worried if my hand's, oh, he's such a good guy. He's such a good guy. And it's like, it just was overkill for me. Yeah.
3: I get what you're saying. It was actually um, some of the poorest acting that I have seen from, uh, what's his name? One of my favorite actors? One of my favorite actors. No, but Charlie Heaton. Jay Bird? Yeah, Charlie Heaton. He, he come that with that line. He's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> oh, here's my little brubbies You know, it wasn't older brothery at all, and I know Jonathan's really sensitive, but to me it'd have been like, Wake up, cocksucker I meet you a new mixtape. <laughs> I think I'm gonna bang your friend's sister. That's what happened.
0: <laughs> oh, I was I, I was moved by Jaybird Bird in that scene. Really? Yeah. I was a little teary-eyed. Wow. Yeah. See that goes to show. I mean what i will. sissy you are. I will say that <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's, I think, I mean, it's true. I'm a big old puss, but um <laughs> uh, I will say that That line of like Oh oh shucks You're such a great guy I do think that is like Not a great line Yeah But I think that Still got you I think that Fault lies more In the line itself
3: Than maybe the actor No I don't think He could have done Much more with it It just It made uh, It was a chip In Charlie Heaton's armor Mm -hmm. For the rest of the show I felt like Um, And we get a weird look From Nancy So I'm getting out of order here So then the kids come in Uh, we get this hilarious reunion where Dustin immediately uh, makes true to his word that the first thing he tells Will is how uh, Jessica Hayes was crying at his funeral (laughs) which really you know tickled me to no end and they start rattling off all the crazy shit that's been going on and Will buys it all immediately because he's been in the fucking upside down like okay well guess what I've been through you know had about seven foot of alien dick in my throat <laughs> yeah. for like two days so that was the only thing I ate the whole time too <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there's that and then so Nancy's in the back and she seems happy and she's smiling she's right over Jonathan's shoulder and then something happens in her head that saddens her she looks away and leaves I don't know I want to know we are running really late on time but I kind of want to know what you guys thought about what she was thinking, what was going on with her there. And I think it was for me, like I'm going to fuck Steve. <laughs> I mean, really? Is that, was that your reading? Essentially. I mean, cause she oh. gets sad feels left out or out of place, realizes that it's over. So what connected Jonathan and I is, is gone. And I I'm out. Completely different. Reading. What yeah. did you, what did you read? What did, that she was out to try to save Barb.
0: Yeah
2: And like So they're having Their happy reunion Having oh. safe will And she's like This is a bittersweet Moment for her Cause she's like My friend's still dead And so
3: yeah She's like is that what you got? Yeah Probably the correct reading <laughs> <laughs> That would have been An interesting like Oh man this is great I'm a fuck Steve man <laughs> I was being a little uh, Facetious But yeah I thought it was like A romantic Sadness, but you're right. But you, like you're
0: saying that she was sad that that's that connection want, with Jonathan is no more because that's all they had. If I'm common. being
3: more honest, yeah, there's a complex emotion of like I Steve really kicked ass out there and he, he redeemed himself, but I really do care for Jonathan and I don't know what to do now. Just a whole bunch of bittersweetness mm-hmm. for her, which Barb is included in. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure I, that's part of it. I thought the whole hashtag justice for Barb thing was because her death was never addressed or grieved within the confines of the show. And you're saying yeah. that there was a subtle moment where it was.
2: Yeah, I think it's just I think justice for Barb is supposed to be more ironic than anything. Nobody
3: actually cares about Barb. But <laughs> No, they did though. It was like riots. <laughs> they nominated her for an Emmy and If you go to, to, to
0: uh, the Halloween shops, they have Barb costumes. Oh they yeah. don't have costumes for the boys. Nope, they Nancy. don't have co- they don't have costumes for Nancy, they have one for Joyce. That's a weird Um, one. What, a leather jacket? Well, she (laughs) wears cigarettes. It's a a sweater (laughs) and pants, and then she's got Christmas lights strung around her. That's That's the costume. When does that happen? That's
3: that's the costume that you can get of Joyous. (laughs) Um, So then we cut to Hopper walking outside, and we get this lynchian car pulling up, and he's smoking a cigarette like it's all done here. And then balding guy that does the tour of Hawkins Lab gets out and at least opens the door for him. And Hopper's like, oh, yeah, this is what we agreed. Throws a cigarette, gets in it, but is then okay later. So what the fuck was the car ride? Any predictions? He had to help uh, Brenner move. Oh, that yeah. was part of the agreement. <laughs> Even though he's dead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we we got to pack his
0: stuff up. We don't know for <clears throat> sure that he's dead. <laughs> I'm just saying, he just got Goldberged onto the school floor. Demogordon could have just been like, oh, Oh, happened? is that a claim that people are making, that Modine's alive? No, I'm not. that I know that was one last year. I don't know it that that rumors died down quite a bit with the upcoming season coming out. But for a while, there people were assuming that Brenner could have made it out. Wow. I would assume that Brenner
2: has higher ups, and that whatever deal that uh, Hopper made, you know, applies to them. Yeah. In absenteeism.
3: That's true. But he did sort of die off screen, which I thought was sort of a justice of lack of fanfare. But it could also be a Plot, mm. plot room Yeah it's one it, More than
2: anything
0: It's just one of those things Like stick around For season two yeah. You know? yeah Find out the adventures Of Hopper And the government
3: And then we We get the What se-
0: sort of things Will they get into Will they fight commies <laughs> I don't know what
3: that was But I felt like it was- That was a ball Going up in the sky <laughs> um, So then we get the Second Um Dungeons and Dragons game of the series where the boys are all united and Andy and I had a very lengthy conversation about this D&D game in the finale. Do you remember that?
2: Mm. When the first time
3: the season aired? I do not remember that. So the Dungeons and Dragons game part two is meta. Yes. They're referring to the show itself. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. You and I were like off the hook. Like, Mm -hmm. dude, it's so great. They're talking about how the show was so short. Mm -hmm. So all the kids are upset that the campaign is over. Mm -hmm. And...
2: He's uh, like that was it and they're like it was 10 hours. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but what about, and I wrote it
2: down he they, said, there's a couple yeah. But what about the lost night and the proud princess and, and the like weird flowers up, and, and the weird flowers in the cave it's like straight up like what about hopper what about 11 like
0: yeah it's brilliant what but about though, the like, weird floaty shit in the upside down? Yeah. Is that the flowers in the cave is the upside down? I think, I, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. So it was very super cool. The um, flowers in the cave could be the Demogorgon because when it opens all of its mouth, it does it very kind much of looks look like, like a flower. flower. Uh, very, yeah. For I mean, sure. that's a
3: bit of a stretch, but so he's the proud knight, she's the lost princess. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. Other way around, uh, lost knight. He's proud the princess. lost princess, and so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, Jonathan uh, picks Will up. Now I took note of that. Uh, he doesn't let Will walk home from Mike's house anymore, or Lightfully ride the bike home. So. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. That'd be so irresponsible, <laughs> honey. Where's uh, Will? It's time for dinner. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Well, you're the fucking mom, so yeah. And that pops up <laughs> chapter two,
0: <laughs> the
3: second disappearance of Will
0: Byers.
3: <laughs> um, and then Mike looks mournfully at Eleven's little fort. It would have been too much, but I would have loved like a little. One bite out of an ego in there. <laughs>
0: they did. They did have the radio. That's why my
3: films are shit. Because I just want to overdo shit I'm like put a little ego in there. Take a bite. Andy's like, no, I think they get it. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. <laughs> Let's just put a box of egos. <laughs> Can we get a tear from Mike? No, they, he's looking longingly. I think we need a tear. I mean, anyway, uh, was there that's a radio? Very well done.
0: Yeah, the they had the radio propped up on a pillow in front of the fort. Oh, um, nice. so it looks like oh, they've wow. got the radio there just in case she ever tries to contact oh, them that's oh that's epic oh. that's totally awesome that's totally what they're doing yeah. they're like playing D&D getting really into it and all of a sudden friends don't lie <laughs> <her>. <laughs> <laughs> they don't that's an 11 thing. Eleven says that that's her <laughs> Whatever, what was, whatever, what was the monster's
2: name? The Thessal Hydra. Do you think that'll be the name of the
3: monster I wondered that
2: too when I saw this. Like, oh, that'd be a pretty cool name. Save that for
3: our season two predictions. Yeah. Then we cut to the uh, upstairs when Jonathan is taking Will away. We see Nancy like, hold on, John. Hey, Jaybird. <laughs> She's very friendly <laughs> with him now. Hey, homie. Hold up, homie. Um, Little homie. <laughs> I got you a present. And uh, he's like very awkwardly immediately like uh, he could easily have said thank you went and t- straight uh, to Walmart you know like mm-hmm. just any kind of slickness would have been great
2: you're gonna love what I got you <laughs> or even just thank you, you know?
3: yeah uh, do be clear before you give this to me I didn't get you anything, and I'm not going to. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I'm poor. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Did you get the impression that they've really
2: spoken all that much in this intervening month? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's like that friendship just sort of went. That's away. right. It said
3: one month later, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, they they haven't hung out a whole lot. We know why in a moment. So he finds out Will's a little fucker. And he's like, "Can I open it?" You know. Good thing it's not anything. Uh, Salacious, you know. <laughs> uh, it's a bag of dildos. <laughs> Big old bag of dildos. What would you want this, Jay Bird? That's how they come. <laughs> yeah, Jaybird. That's what his little brother calls him, too. So we cut back to the living room. First time around, huge reveal. Steve... She's with Steve. What? Yeah. What? I actually, write that down. He,
0: even after he decided to put on that sweater, she's still with him. <laughs> I know. Is <laughs> a bad sweater, but he's sweater. such a good guy. He's not even jealous. Good he's like, God. did you
3: give him the present that I probably paid for? Because <laughs> well, I got a good. BMW. Yeah. Because I broke it, but I'm gonna let you take the credit for it. Because I'm a good fucking dude. He's a good dude. Did you kiss him on the
0: cheek like I told you to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's it's been a month. I don't think his face would be that healed. After, After a month because yeah, he, he looked rough, he was wrecked,
2: and I think that that's the um, p- character moment that you were kind of alluding to earlier when Nancy yes. uh, steps out of the hospital room and uh, she's like, "I'm gonna go fuck Steve."
3: Um, <laughs> this was this was the actual, "I'm gonna go fuck Steve." That's what I meant because she clearly <laughs> did, right? But right? I guess I just forgot about Barb. Uh, <laughs> <Her back laughs> like I forgot about Barb, but I yeah. love
2: the hesitancy with that because the the uh, I think the Duffer Brothers know that they are not living up to your expectations for where these characters were going to end up. And so when she's like kisses him and then she does her little chin tuck, shyly looking up thing like that is very much like a, uh, just, a,
0: a, I think, a wink to the audience. Like,
3: hey, didn't things go like this, did you guys?
0: <laughs> there's more to
3: this relationship than meets the eye. I uh, thought that that was so complex yeah. uh, of a narrative. Obviously, the Steve was much deeper than we thought he was. And, mm-hmm. and for to not end up with Jonathan in a show that's based on following tropes and respecting genre and homage. And then all of a sudden, you've got this deep subversion of everything. Mm-hmm. And being something totally new and unique is Spot on. As heartbreaking as it was. Very bittersweet. Before we move on. Before? We have... To, it has to be said. Okay.
0: Ted was asleep in a Lazy Boy with popcorn. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's Christmas. Everyone's celebrating and Ted's no. eating pop- he fell, He fell asleep eating his own popcorn. <laughs> Baby he, Holly slept in something. The man made the conscious decision to go popcorn, <laughs> put it in a bowl, sat in his Lazy Boy, and didn't even, like, eat half of it.
3: No. Not... Nothing.
0: And, his, and, and he... I... That's fucking
3: Ted, <laughs> fucking Ted. I hate Ted more than I hate the Demogorgon, more than I hate the Doctor Brenner, more than I hate the Social Work Assassin, and she killed Benny. Uh, justice, justice for Benny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm a monster, Mike. <laughs> no, that's my dad, Ted. <laughs>
3: we cut to the David Harbor, who uh, I'm sorry, Hopper is the character that he plays. I just love him uh, at the Christmas party at the police station, and. He hasn't changed a whole lot. He's mm-hmm. clearly a little drunk, smoking inside, just eating the snacks. I'm just here to get the food and fuck your wife, unnamed cop guy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Flo's like, oh, Hop, don't smoke in here. Yeah, happy. happy, you have a family here if you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck <phone> up, Flo.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: So then we see him. He goes outside with all the food that he was raiding. I think I missed this a little bit, too. He's got a box uh, in the woods that I can assume that he built. (laughs) And he puts all the snacks from the party in it. With a couple egos, just so we know it's for eleven, which is a nice touch. I don't know where you got the fucking egos. Didn't see any egos at the party. Anywho, that was the Duffer Brothers when the one Duffer brother's like, "I think we should put an ego
0: in the tent," and they're like, "No, no, that's two on the nose." <laughs> that's <laughs> right. They made a compromise
3: and did that's it here. True. I didn't even think of that. I was making that joke earlier. Now it seems like I was making fun of them the whole time. Uh, so what is this? He's is it a tribute to eleven? Does he think she's alive? Does he know she's alive?
2: I think so. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what happened. Because he went in
3: the car.
2: That's right, dude. He went in the car. He's like, this goes so much further than you ever
3: imagined. Is this so not new information that I'm embarrassing myself? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I like how I figure shit out on my own, and it's still smart, even though it's been done along. long.
0: No, no, the, the, that is the correct thread, I think, for sure. It's but... not confirmed. That, it's not one hundred percent confirmed that that's the thread. That's but what I'm getting. That at. is a good. You, you came to the conclusion, right?
3: Yeah. Like if it's if I wake up one day and I'm like, I'm gonna call it gravity every time <laughs> I throw this apple, and. It goes at the same rate as a feather. And I go outside and I tell somebody, he's like, no shit, retard. (laughs) And it stars Sandra Bullock.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I thought that's where you were going. (laughs) But you went with real gravity.
3: Not 2013 film. (laughs) No. Uh, So then, uh, cut to (laughs) Will, poor Will. He's still got some Demogorgon sperm in him, which he hacks up into the sink. (laughs) And... (laughs) Is that not what you guys <laughs> read it as? It's definitely a demogorgon
0: baby. It's like, yeah, it's a worm. It's the same. It's a smaller version of the worm that crawled out of dead Barb's yeah, mouth. Yeah, it's dead on.
3: Mm-hmm. Visually. Or demosperm.
0: So that's like what the demogorgon sperm actually looks like? I think so. He's and, the egg. Mm, so did he give birth to the baby or did he?
3: By the way, with the egg that was hatched in the upside down we saw earlier, we can assume that there are at least... Millions more. Okay, that was a jump. Or, or at least one more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there, okay. I don't understand the the biology of this. I don't either. We, does he stab
3: eat them or does he make them fillet him? Or... What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's something going on
0: to where... He clearly hasn't eaten Barb Or do they eat him? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> or uh, <laughs> He didn't eat Barb Or at least he didn't eat all of Barb um, that, that, came that. <laughs> that came out wrong um, That came out wrong We did see a skull, right? There was a skull, like yeah. a human skull So he's eating somebody Still not sounding right But <laughs>
3: Justice for Barb She's like, Oh I'm getting justice <laughs> It's just us here
0: That's what she's all about Justice But uh So it's established that There's a worm coming out of Barb Is the Demogorgon making the worm? Is that just God damn it <laughs> There's no way To talk about this Without it all sounding like dicks <laughs>
3: Sorry. We don't know Steve These are all unanswered are questions Are they the
0: Demogorgon's babies? Are they just things that live In the upside down? I think
3: they're Demo babies.
2: I think that it's the same kind of Infection shit that's been happening Everywhere that the uh, Pathways to the upside down Have been uh, manifesting Themselves so because they Spent so much time in the upside down I think That infection is pervading their Bodies so that's and
0: the toxic air that They talked about yeah, possibly
2: I think so Yeah um, or you know like in the basement of Hawkins lab, it's all infectious looking and there's stuff everywhere. And so I think that's just more of the stuff that's in
3: <laughs> the, <Will. what?
2: laughs> the stuff.
3: No, I disagree. I think it's definitely uh, sentient creatures that placed in there. Just my theory placed. And I mean,
2: that would make more sense he because like of the seven of the foot abo- of thing in there. While the keep yeah. him
3: relatively alive. You know? Yeah. I feel like it's eat one. Fuck one. That's his rule. <laughs> Well, he tried to impregnate at least two of them. And yeah, he stole where, six people. How
0: is he impregnating? So he's 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 gooed. We don't want Will under the wall. Oh he's yeah. gooed him onto the wall. That's how you do it. And then he's just placed a, a, a seven foot long worm just in his mouth, but part of it's like not in Will. Where's the rest of it going? It's attached to Did his. Did he balls. shit that thing out and just like <laughs> here, stick this in your mouth, kid? It's <laughs> it's it's how I it's how I make. But I least, imagine here's how
3: I picture it: uh, full on face latching, like um, a face hugger. It. You ever seen the movie It recently? Oh, yeah, where he's like sucking that kid's or face. Or a face in. hugger from the 80s, sure. And just totally encompasses his face and then just, whoa, the worm comes out into his mouth and then he detaches and he's just sitting there all pale and clammy looking with the thing in his mouth. Okay. That's, how, that's how I envision it. These are questions I want answered. In this to. is all, we'll do season two speculation and we'll bring all this back. Uh, so we, are episode record breaking right now, have not gotten into any new segments. Uh, that's the end of the finale recap. Um, chocolate puddings real quick. Uh, Steve, what's your number three? Oh, what Andy, what is chocolate
2: puddings? Chocolate puddings are favorite moments from the episode. We okay. all pick our top three, Steve, which in this episode,
3: we realize why we call it that. Yeah. No! I would say it's not fair to use the chocolate pudding moment as a chocolate pudding in our show. Fair enough. So obvious, right? Okay. Uh, 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 Steve, you're number three. Chocolate. Butter. My number three is the wrap-up game of
0: DD at the very end. I love and the meta the meta game that we were just talking about. That's my number three. It's fun. It's meta. Who doesn't love it? That's good stuff. Uh, my
2: number three uh, would have to be um, the intercutting of uh, reviving Will um, and Hopper's uh, daughter dying. Uh, simultaneously mm-hmm. like he because it's the culmination of his entire character arc that he's finally like reaching the he's reached the climax of this moment where he has the real opportunity to
3: save this kid and successfully does so and it's a very beautiful moment wonderful uh, uh, my number three is where uh 11 dispatches 7 to 10 uh, soldiers <laughs> in one little moment just melting their brains one uh, scowl one blink how can you not love 11 melting brains Steve, you're number two. My number two is
0: Jaybird, Nancy, and Steve versus the Demogorgon. <laughs> I really love that scene. It's a great character building moment for uh, Steve. It's just fun to see those three characters kind of interact together and on the same side and attacking a giant monster. Right. It's just a and it's well filmed. It's just a great fun scene. That is also my number two. I called it,
2: like, the uh, best laid plans moment because, like, they come they come up with, like, this whole elaborate plot to take down the Demogorgon. Steve shows up, like, what's going on, guys? So you got, you got a gun? Oh, that's pretty fucked up. Is it, is it gasoline? And, like, and everything just goes to shit. And, you know, it's one, it's one of those awesome things. It's, like... Um, because you love the characters so much that like you don't care that like all the plans went out the window all the meticulous shots where they're like and this we're doing that and then that's the plan and yeah it's just like okay cool yeah that's real life shit falls apart and you love the people that are part of it anyway
3: what about you buddy gotta improvise improvise uh that uh, was a runner-up for me I just want to say that very clearly it was a very hard choice but I'm gonna go with mention. my number two is uh 11's death quote-unquote death uh the primal scream specifically and her looking back over her shoulder Pissing off all of the other boys.
0: Bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. My favorite. And
3: black one. <laughs> uh, Dustin? Yes. Steve, <laughs> what was your number one chocolate pudding? That was my number one. Okay. 11,
0: going out uh, like a badass, saving the kids one last time. The, the lights going crazy. That's such a cool shot. And you know, you love Eleven. You love Millie Bobby Brown. She's like, I do. She's like 50% of the reason why I watch the show. And so her going out like a hero and it's mysterious. uh, You know, it only makes you want to watch more. I remember yelling when this uh, episode ended because I just wanted to watch more. I wanted more (laughs) of Eleven and the gang. So yeah, this was a, that was a great way to cap uh, her, her story this first season.
3: Absolutely, uh, Andy. Your number one chocolate pudding. That is also my number one.
0: Uh, I, I love that the the kids like
2: in their in their final confrontation, being as powerless as they are, they're like, "Get out the wrist yeah. rocket!" and they have like six rocks, and it's <laughs> like. Okay, the first one didn't work. Okay, we got five more. there's like, do it again, and like you know, it's just you know they're freaking out. And then they're still brave. They're super brave. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and like so not doing anything. Oh yeah, ever, no, never yeah. gonna you know they what I mean? are so dead if eleven's not there. <laughs> so screwed. Um, and, but I love that about because they're going down fighting, and then eleven, you know, stands up, does her little badass moment, and you know you can't not cry and she her makeup's amazing she's got the bloody nose now her eyeballs are bleeding this is the most power that she's ever exerted ever and uh, yeah it's just uh, just beautifully shot a uh, really touching character moment that wraps everything up better than you could have hoped for
3: absolutely uh, my number one was the hopper intercut CPR scene um, for me. Obviously, all of the other badass shit was way up there for me. And if I was a rapid-fire say favorite, it probably would have been one of those. But I just thought about it a little bit, and it just emotionally resonated me, with me on a level that just had no competition the rest of the season even. I mean, I was destroyed in my chair. Quick, you know, I've said this before, I think, but I I have watched my mother die in the hospital. Uh, I've been through a lot of stuff related to disease and stuff like that. And I cannot imagine having to deal with that with my child. And it just just... It's felt very true to me, which is hard to do, especially in a very popular show like that. You know, uh, thanks a lot to David Harbor, I think, for that. So, Steve, we we skip the Will call. That's a will very call. important segment. What is that?
0: Will call is a little segment we like to do where we count the amount of times that people yell "Will" or "Where's Will." Uh, this is due to someone complaining that the show was ruined by them for them because of the so many people. Yelling that And they found that annoying So we wanted to see If that was A just thing to believe That if and people did And was it? Mm, not really Because we've actually Gone through the last Four episodes Where not a lot of wills mm. Not a lot of will calls And this is the final episode Where they found the kid And they yelled it
3: Twelve times Twelve calls of the will Let's get a uh, Full season tally For the season wrap up Let's do that one How many will calls total? In our next segment We call Easter Easter Eggos which is where we hunt for Easter eggs within the show. And it's extremely clever to call it Eggos. <laughs> <can't do> <laughs> anyway, Andy thinks that's hilarious. He loves it. There it is, There's Easter Eggos. One. It's so funny. Uh, and where we can't find them, we just make them up. We stretch them. Run real late on time here. So we're just going to rattle them off. <laughs> Steve, your first Eggo. My first ego is there's a lot of there's a lot of references to what I believe alien
0: in this in this uh, I believe this episode. there is at least uh, two. They're the, the outfits that um, Harper and uh, Hopper and uh, Joyce are wearing with mm-hmm. the lights reflecting in their yeah. mask. I think that's a complete alien throwback that every film does now mm-hmm. uh, or space film. In uh, every doing, film They're not doing it, Just <laughs> Juno <Juneau. laughs> they're, they're not doing that In Juno um, uh, And then also Obviously the Demogorgon We spoke at length About how there's A mm-hmm. lot of phallic Everything's dicks now There's a lot of phallic Imagery with how The Demogorgon's Lair is And that's definitely A xenomorph alien Type thing For sure And the fucking egg The egg, yeah, is right yeah, the egg Straight yeah. up from
3: um, Sorry Egg-O
0: Egg-O uh,
2: Yeah straight <laughs> up uh, Which alien is it That the cover is the egg With the crack And the green light Coming out of it I believe that's
3: like, aliens Aliens, Alien Three, maybe. Aliens, aliens, aliens. I don't remember. Yep, aliens. Um, Okay, so my egg,
2: next ego, we can split that ego if we're tallying. Sure, keeping count. Um, The uh, book that Hopper is reading his daughter in uh, the hospital scene is Anne of Green Gables. Um, It is a story about an orphan girl. Who, uh, gets taken by this family when they were supposed to have been sent a boy and it's all about like her trying to uh, assimilate into this culture that didn't want her
3: and it kind of ties into Eleven's story. It's pretty good. Rock on. Steve, another one from you. Rapid fire. Uh,
0: this is, I don't know how much of a Easter egg it is, but when Steve leaves, when he's like, oh shit, the Demogorgon, and he's running to his car, he does the classic horror film trope where he drops his keys. Yeah. <laughs> You That's can't you good can't one. you can't hurriedly go to a car without dropping your keys on the ground. You just can't. <laughs> Nay. Andrew. Um
2: well we mentioned before the uh, the return of the Lando reference um when uh, Dustin realizes that their position has been det- betrayed yet again. Uh but there's another Star Wars reference uh when uh, the kids are telling uh Will all about the adventures that they missed. They say she's like a wizard, no, she's more like Yoda. And it's like, "Sweet. She is like Yoda." I Live friends do not
0: I remember when Yoda would murder people with his mind all the time hmm. <laughs> Every day uh, my, uh, my last one that I have Was uh, the, the it's, a low, it's a low hanging ego It's like uh, uh, Will is convinced that he's getting an Atari for Christmas <laughs> Hey
3: we all wrote that shit down Yep <laughs> <laughs> That's my last one uh, It was my last one too uh, Okay I've got some low ones i got uh, uh, Yo-Yo <laughs> <laughs> cross that there off was. it yeah. was a smiley face yo-yo it was huh? it reminded me of the watchman but it probably was not the intention there uh another it reference we talked about that uh defeating the foe with a uh slingshot wrist rocket
1: mm-hmm.
3: i believe is an it throwback uh for how it uh destroys well they they wound uh, pennywise with that uh a mixtape just the fact that a mere mixtape exists, mm-hmm. uh, when mm-hmm. Jonathan makes Will a mixtape, I thought very that easy. was a great reference, high fidelity, right? Top five. I'm John Cusack. <laughs> Top five. Strange things. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, the high school scene was very John Hughes to me, uh, with the snowball, and <laughs> yeah, I can see that in the high school, yeah, uh. Very 16 Candles breakfast clubby Because they're trapped in the school Which is kind of like They're having detention yeah, if And only they, they find the chocolate sitting, pudding If only they were
0: sitting On top of a table With a birthday cake In between them It would, uh... <laughs> oh.
3: 16 Candles oh, Yeah 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 I was thinking The other thing uh, And then <laughs> Chocolate <laughs> Don't ask I was uh, The chocolate pudding Is the biggest Easter egg I remember from this episode It's very uh, It's the Goonies When uh, Chunk Oh yeah Gets into the fridge and in that one he finds Uh the he's like ice cream and then there's actually a dead body in there. So it's not that much of an interruption, but it was just a little throwback. It's framed exactly the same way. A little chubby kid and all that stuff. Nice. I have been told or rather have read that the ending is very much reminiscent of the first season of Twin Peaks. But I as a person who hates David Lynch, I have no idea what that would refer to. Probably the car that David... Harbor gets into the hopper gets into mm-hmm. I think that's I can see that that's Lynchian um,
0: with the the tilt up into the sky
3: but I don't know I uh, didn't like I said I didn't watch the show Twin Peaks so that's I all I have for this week I believe that wraps up chapter eight the upside down uh, thank you so much for hanging in we get really giddy uh, we're very happy to talk about this show that we love With people we love, thank you for joining us and being patient. Uh, We know our shit, but we're just super goofy, and we really appreciate (laughs) it. Uh, Send feedback. (laughs) I was thinking of snack packs. Send feedback to streamingthingspod at gmail.com, and please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. We're going to do a Season 1 recap shortly with a little bit of a Season 2 preview, and we'll be ready at 3 in the morning, where we're at, because we're on Eastern Time in the U.S. of A. So we'll be together at 3 in the morning, when it drops, refreshing Netflix feeds frantically for Season 2, Stranger Things, so that we can record Season 2 of Streaming, Streaming, Streaming. Things. Streaming. Streaming things. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is it. We're done. No more dicks. to kill you. I don't know why it's Russian. I did that again. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you now and stuff you would. Hello, it is me. <laughs> Hello, little boy! <laughs> what is pudding? Have you found living? <laughs> I look for her.
1: <laughs> Who? <laughs> 11.
0: <laughs> Eleven! Do 11. I not speak clearly!
3: Levin? <laughs> Eleven! <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes! <laughs> And I laugh like that. <laughs> <laughs> Edit! 4704 ish. This whole thing's bad. I'm gonna write that down as a blooper. And if you guys miss any that I made up, I'll just come in it. So, whoa! 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 whoa, whoa. Oh
1: my god! Why is everything dicks today? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We get to the, we get to the end of the series and all of a sudden everything's dicks.
3: <laughs> just dicks killing dicks. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm just coming it. What the <laughs> fuck?
2: One forty-two. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm
3: running, running out of he's room. Running out of paper. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Steve, your ego is <laughs> very frail. It's fragile. <laughs>